RadioInfluence.com. Hey guys, I'm confused. I got the U.S. Surgeon General telling us to elbow bump instead of handshaking, but then you got the head of the World Health Organization, this dude who has a name that I can't even begin to freaking pronounce, Dr. Tedros Adhanam Ghebreyesus. He says, no, even elbow bumping puts you too close to people. So what the hell is the read here? What's the story? Do you elbow bump? Do you, what, what do you, he's putting his hand over his heart now. That's what he's doing. So there's no contact whatsoever. Ugh. And you stay like three feet away from people. No, you just tap nuts to butts. And uh, that's how you greet people. I, just, I think we should all just ignore each other. <laughs> I've always been about that plan. It is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Yes, folks, it's MJ, Todd Schnitt with Froggy and Fester, and this is episode number 14. And as we record this on Monday evening, March 9th, for delivery and and downloadability on Tuesday morning, March 10th, as we sit here, there's a lot of stuff today. Did you see that Matt Gates, the representative from the Florida Panhandle, that he's going into self-quarantine because he was at that conservative convention, CPAC, and it turns out that a guy that was there has tested positive, and four congressmen and Ted Cruz had contact with this dude, so they're all going into self-quarantine. And the news reports were, the headlines were, that Trump and Pence did not come in contact with this guy, but guess what? Trump then came in contact with a bunch of these Congress people, and Matt Gates even flew on Air Force One with the president out of Florida earlier today, Monday, back to D.C. The odds of getting it is so slim. It has to be a really, really close contact. I'm not worried about the president. Is it a pass-through spit, though? Like, you have to well, spit in somebody's eye. You know, well, oh. Well, okay, all right, Fester, don't don't spread misinformation. I'm sure spit in the eye is a potential way of communicability here. You know, one of the things with this whole COVID-19 coronavirus, and yeah, there are some folks that are freaked out. Uh, let me tell you right now, this is MJ, public service announcement. Don't panic. I think the overall odds of people coming down or contracting corona are fairly low. I'm not a doctor, but just it's common sense. I think the best thing is, you know, don't get too close to people. Don't let them sneeze and cough on you. And wash your freaking hands. And that's just that's a good practice regardless of whether it's flu season or whatever. It just makes sense that you wash your hands. And I've even read always that washing your hands with soap and water and getting, you know, good friction and doing it for like 20 or 30 seconds, that that's even better than using like Purell's. Washing hands frequently, it just makes sense. So, Froggy, practice some better personal hygiene, will you please? You know, I saw a very reputable doctor talking about this. I don't know if you guys know who Dr. Drew is. Dr. Drew is, and I used to see him quite a bit up in New York, and Dr. Drew is actually a very smart guy. He's a very nice and personable guy, so I I am very curious as to what Dr. Drew says, because I do find them pretty reputable. Well, he said that you're more likely to die from influenza or the flu. So he said he's not worried about it at all. He was on some talk show, and he is not worried. 
You think well, there's you know, a panic the, going on with everybody? Well, the thing is, nobody should panic. Again, don't panic. I know we're seeing this this panic buying all over the place. Try going to Walgreens or CVS or any local drugstore, mom and pop drugstore. Try finding Purell or even isopropyl alcohol. You're not going to find any of that crap. Those shelves are absolutely, totally bare. Now, as far as coronavirus goes, what I've seen, what I've read, though, is that the flu generally has like a death rate of a quarter to a half a percent and with Corona, I think they're still battling over whether it's 1% to 4%. So it does seem, though, that Corona is more deadly when you take everything into consideration. But a lot of it, it's older folks, right, Frog? I'm sure Dr. Drew talked about older folks, those with pre-existing yeah. conditions and respiratory issues. You know what I saw today? That folks with high blood pressure apparently get nailed badly with coronavirus. How about people with IBS? That's right. Froggy has irritable bowel syndrome. Didn't uh, what? Didn't Fraser's wife have that? Yes, me yes. and Camille. We have something Th- That's common. right. You and Camille Fraser, or whatever her name was. She, did, she did a PSA once for, for TV. She, I'm Camille Grammer, and I crap Gra- everywhere. That's right. Camille Grammer. <laughs> Camille Grammer, that's that's right. We played that thing because it tied in with Froggy's IBS. If you invite hey, me to your house for a party, I'm going to poop over everything. I thought Froggy was bullcrapping me. I thought Froggy was lying about having like a warehouse full of the N95 filtration masks, but Fester is holding one up right now. Yeah. Froggy one? Is what, a, you look at this. What do you mean one? Froggy's got a whole box of them. How many is in the box? 100 of them are in this box. Okay. Are you serious? Yes. 100 of them are in the box? Guess how many boxes I have. How many boxes? Uh, right. Folks, this is insane. Froggy, was it the last episode or the episode before where you said that you had a whole bunch of masks? Last episode. Last episode, was the last, yeah. La- right. And I'm like, you know, Froggy, are they even the N95, the ones that, you know, might have the best ability because of its uh, particulate filtration? And Froggy's like, I don't know what I have, but I said, Froggy, they really got to be the N95 masks yeah. for them to have even a shot. And it turns out Froggy just brought a box in. They're a huge but there are a hundred masks in the box. Fester's putting the thing on right now. What do you sound like through the mask? It actually feels quite comfortable. It's, it's a little a, muffled. It's amazing how much it covers. You cannot get air through that thing. You're going to suffocate on your own breath. <laughs> oh, the problem is, the problem is, I now know how terrible my breath smells. <laughs> Fester, take the mask <laughs> off. Okay. Take, right, take, right. Just take that thing off. Right, it is see. My, hold on. Froggy, t- Froggy, take a picture of yeah, Fester yeah. in front of the microphone. Right. Put it on. I'll post this up on Twitter. Your beard is th- going to get, you're going to get Corona because your beard. Well, that's what they say. The beard's getting in the way that a lot of people don't wear the mask properly because the beard's getting in the way of these masks. So Froggy's taking a snapshot right now, and I'll put this up on our Twitter feed, at Todd Schnitt, and also put it up on at uh, MJ Morning Show on Twitter. So at Todd Schnitt on Twitter and at MJ Morning Show on Twitter. I'll post this photo. Froggy, email it to me right now so I have it. No, I but will. Froggy wasn't crapping us. No. Froggy, he took a picture of this garage with dozens of boxes, cardboard boxes, the big shipping boxes. Yeah. Froggy, how many boxes of 100 are in each of the brown corrugated boxes? There are... I think 25 of the 100, <laughs> and I have probably 
20 of those. Dude, oh my God. Dude, you're I, sitting on, you feel like you have like 30,000 of these things. I had to quarter off a part of our, uh, where we keep some of our shelving to put these because oh I'm ready to sell them. I'm ready. All right. They're so, in our warehouse. All right, wait, wait, 2,500 in each carton, and then how many cartons do you think you have? I think I have 20 to 25, maybe 23, to be safe. All right, safe. I'll do 23. Dude, you have 57,595 filtration masks. How is that even possible? You left something out. At the very Dude. end, you should have said, for what? sale. <laughs> All right. Well, again, how the hell do you have 57,000 N95 masks as the shelves at Home Depot and Lowe's How the and drugstores? How do you have these things? Listen, I, I've been in the business, in the retail fixture business, but I do know a lot of retail guys, and I might have got uh, a little in on a connection might have fell off a truck. might have been a difficult situation, and now I have the mess. All right? Oh, my God. How That's long it. have you had these? But you had these well before this COVID-19 corona crap. Right when you I have- saw, right when I, right when they announced that there was a virus is when I called my guy. Right, right when there was a, uh, when I noticed there was a mask scare. I called my guy because I knew he had them. Do you know? I thought you said your father-in-law had these things stashed away. No, my father has his as well. We both have the same guy. Okay, so my oh, father. So how, many, how, how many does he have? Oh, he has probably about as much as I do. Don't I don't I shouldn't say this right because these things are pretty valuable. Froggy, Michelle's coming to get some. No, Michelle. Okay, hundred dollars a mask. Hundred dollars <laughs> a mask. Ten thousand dollars a box. I listen. Do you want a mask or not? Do you want the official one fit NBW ninety five N ninety five particulate respirator or don't you? Yeah, do you want to die? This is let, a life or death situation. Okay. Let, let me do. Let me do some math here. If Froggy has fifty seven thousand five hundred masks times one hundred dollars a mask, that would be. $5,750,000 in inventory right now. You're rich. Look you at this right here. Look rich. at this. There's a pile of golden <laughs> Dude, I, masks. I can't believe these. Look at that. My God. Look at that. There's about 50 of them sitting right there. Get them off your wiener, bastard. Now they're infected. Fester <laughs> just puts them on his wiener. On his, on his crotch. <laughs> 50, 50 of them right in the crotch. What is, what is wrong with you? 50 of them are infected now. I will keep Dude, these. Dude, it's, it's crotch corona now. I will what are keep you doing? These. these have been infected. Crotch corona. I'll protect my family <laughs> with my crotch. Crotch, crotch corona. All right, come on, Fester. Seriously, those are ruined, man. That's not cool. That you know how right, much Take money... a picture of that. <laughs> no, we don't want no pictures of that. You know how much money he just ruined putting stuff on your wiener? I will save that and bring it to my family. Come on, guys. Froggy. First of all, if you sell those for a hundred bucks a mask, uh, you're going to be like busted by the state of Florida for like price gouging or something. I'm not saying I'm going to do that. I'm just saying that if you're interested, go to Froggy has a mask for you at gmail.com <laughs> and email me. Is that you real? Have, yeah, that's frog, not Because you know why? Froggy has a mask for you. That's it. For a hundred bucks. What is, at what gmail.com. Like Saul, what is that, like Saul Goodman? Saul Goodman? Is that... <laughs> at gmail.com. Don't forget. Dude, that is not an address. And these are yours. Don't make people... You just gave Fester the whole box of a hundred? He put them on his wiener. They're yeah, infected. All right, all right. All right, you keep the crotch coronas, okay? I'll keep all right. them. So, for all you, don't, don't make people email you. That's a bogus uh, not, email yeah, address. It's not real. It's. Right, do it's, you want to live... 
froggyhasamask at gmail.com. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't, don't go. That's just insane that you have 57,000 of these N95 masks. Folks, he's not lying about that. I've seen the picture of the garage with all the boxes. Oh, and I love have... sending that picture. You guys thought I was joking around, and I sent a group, because our little group chat, and I sent it to you guys, and Fesher goes, okay, you're rich. Because <laughs> 100 bucks a pop, baby. Let's go. Actually, no, for real. How MJ, I, I don't want to gouge people, but what do you think? Like 50 bucks a box, maybe? <laughs> no. No? Hold on. The, well, h- hang on. It's it's how many? Bo- 100, 100 of them in a box, yeah. Oh, yeah. These things sell for like a buck to two bucks a piece, actually. Okay, so I think that's normal. Uh, so, like two bucks a piece is like five hundred dollars a box. That would be. Oh, that's that's a lot. Three fifty a that box. That would be a realistic a lot. Five hundred bucks a box. Five. Michelle's bucks a coming over to pick up like uh, three boxes of those. Michelle, wait, wait, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. I'm wait. sending Michelle to pick them up. Okay, this is ridiculous. Tell her to bring two grand with. She'll her. be by tomorrow. Okay, she'll be by Good. tomorrow to pick these things. Tell her I'm to call you me. right now. Tell her to call me. Yeah, I will. She's coming by. Hey, uh, the hotline, the MJ Morning Show hotline. Speaking of coronavirus and the flu, this is insane. A listener remembered this old bit that we did back in 2009. Remember the swine flu pandemic? Oh, yeah. oh, man. Remember, that was 2009. That was swine flu. Listen, I can't keep track of all the, the crap and mung that comes out of China. All I know is that China's kicking this stuff off, whether it's this COVID-19, whether it's swine flu, whether it's SARS, whether it's bird flu, this. The world ought to be saying, hey, thank you, China. We really appreciate it. But this listener... He sends a message. First of all, email, the texting, the voicemail. This stuff's on fire. Folks, any comments, questions, any bit ideas, any stuff that you remember, any material that's floating around on the Internet, as this guy points out, we'd love to hear from you. So, of course, our website is mjmorningshow.com. That's where all of the information on how to download all these episodes. We're on most of the major podcast platforms. All the details, mjmorningshow.com. You can email us from the website, or the direct email is mj at mjmorningshow.com. That's mj at mjmorningshow.com. Just send us a note to say hello, bid ideas, comments, questions, things that you remember, reminisce, whatever. MJ at mjmorningshow.com. Of course, if you want to leave us a voicemail, I've got voicemail coming up later on, you can leave us a voicemail at 813-467-6290. That's 813-467-6290. And you can also text that number. So you can text us or leave a voicemail, simple as that. I get this, guys. This is an email to MJ at MJMorningShow.com. Hi, MJ. So glad you are back. You guys are my favorite. I happened upon the new podcast right at the beginning when I heard you mention it on the radio when I was back in Valrico visiting. In light of the coronavirus, I remembered your H1N1 alert and found this clip on YouTube. First of all, I forgot about this bit until he reminded me. I had no idea that somebody had snagged this off of the show and put this up on YouTube. Guys, you got to hear this. Do you remember this? Listen to this and see if you remember this bit. This uh, has a post date on YouTube of September 3rd, 2009. Uh, Froggy sick yesterday and you had a one day swine flu, which is going around. That's the the new strain is one day swine flu. Swine flu, swine 
Craig, shut this off. You know what? They don't want us to use that anymore. They want us to use the H1N1. H1N1! H1N1! That was we're back out live now. That was the that was that was you, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the uh, there's a there's a, a concern alarm that I mean I don't I have no idea what that is. What is that? Is that me? Am I live doing that? <laughs> yeah, I, I you must have been talking you. to the mic because you think changed you were doing that live. Oh yeah, you played it probably and I sang it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you sang that live. The uh, swine flu. Wow, I you. totally forgot about that. I don't remember that. So at did all. I. I don't remember and, it at all. Uh, <laughs> this is from Amanda B in Fort. Myers. Amanda B, thank you. She sent me the link in the email, mj at mjmorningshow.com. She sent me in the email the link to that on YouTube. Where, there where, was, where that's on YouTube? Like how? how that, it? It's a it's a one minute clip that somebody took off of our show that morning and put it on YouTube. That's so weird. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, the, the actual name of this clip is MJ Morning Show Swine Flu Clip. And it was posted September of 2009 by Lycan2026. Hey, dude, if you're out there, send me an email. Send us a text message. But it's just incredible. The stuff that's out there on YouTube, we don't even have a, a, a remote concept of how much stuff is probably out there, guys. It's unbelievable. Every couple of weeks, I, I come across somebody who has seen a video or a stunt or something we've done. I'm at work at the RV place. I caught a couple of sales managers watching videos of me pushing Froggy through in a shopping cart through the ring of fire. Oh, all kinds of crazy stuff. We got to figure out how to just inventory all this and and just be able to put this up on our site because there is just I mean hundreds and hundreds of hours of material that's out there. All right, a few other things here. Michelle has been on Amazon, you know, looking for like the medical grade hand sanitizer and those wipes that like medical offices and labs use, and that crap is sold out everywhere. But you know what she stumbled upon? What? I don't know if this is real fake or if this is like third party vendors on Amazon just testing the waters, but she found a site selling already I survived coronavirus 2020 t-shirts. That's a little premature. Yeah, you know what? Look at this. Look look at this right here. I do think that's a little premature. And it's got <laughs> a, a guy's head in a gas mask with you know those big filters up front. And it says, I survived coronavirus 2020. Yeah, that might be a little presumptive and, and premature. That was my thought. Does he make it in a 4X? Because I'm interested. You're going to love this. There's a book for sale on Amazon. And again... You can buy this. It says buy new quantity one, add to cart, buy now for $9.99. You can buy the book. You're going to camp coronavirus because you didn't wash your hands. <laughs> and then in, in parentheses, it says rejected children's books. Paperback, February 7, 2020. And then it's got this bizarre description. It says, sometimes it's hard for you to see why we wash our hands after going pee. Your mother made it very clear. Germs are what we have to fear. Poop contains the E. coli, a bacteria that might make you die. What the hell is this? If you got to teach kids a lesson, that seems like a very effective method. I'm all but for the, it. The name of the book by Brad is it gross? 
Yeah, it <laughs> of makes course sense. It's, I, of course it Brad, is. Yeah, but oh no, I'm sorry. It's Brad Goss, G-O-S-S-E, oh, yes. is the author. You're going to camp coronavirus because you didn't wash your hands. And the cover art is like a nurse with rubber gloves being held up with a mask on inside like some kind of a room with bunk beds. <laughs> what is this? I mean, can you really order that? For 10 bucks, let's find out. And it sounds like some good nighttime reading for the children's. And then here's another book. Uh, and I'm thinking this is just a journal where it has the cover, the title, and then inside it's just blank pages so you can write your own journal. This one is called I Love You, and if you got coronavirus, I will F you. Except it does have the actual F-bomb on the cover. All right, that just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Why would you do that so, if they have corona? Well, I, I love you, and if you got coronavirus, I will F you. If you, have sex, spell- if you have sex with somebody with coronavirus, you have to have prostitute rules, right? No kissing. Dude, is that not the, the weirdest crap that's on Amazon right now? And I'm sure that there's even more. Michelle just stumbled upon that. My lovely wife, Michelle. And Fester, uh, I want to wrap up this coronavirus stuff, but it really is, you know, everyone's talking about this stuff. I mean, you know, it's people at work. I mean, everyone's preoccupied with this. And, yeah, there's a fear factor going on. There's panic shopping, panic buying. There's no doubt about it. But, Fester, this has really got to hit close to home. Costco announced that they're eliminating the free samples, like on Saturday and Sunday. You know, you go down the aisles and you got the ladies with the toaster ovens and the hairnets and the gloves, and they're passing out all these free samples. Fester, you would dine there for free on the weekends, right? At Costco, I still do. It's a, it's a regular. It's a lunch at least twice a week. I know. I'm really pissed off about it. Well, they're suspending samples. This was uh, announced yesterday, and there was no date as far as the return of the free samples at Costco. You know, I went to a hotel to steal a free continental breakfast this week, (laughs) and uh, I was looking at all these people just eating this free hotel food, including myself, and I'm thinking, this is just a coronavirus Petri dish right here. And then I got myself a ham sandwich. Right, and this is a hell of a segue right here, because uh, Fester the Freeloader, which is just unfreaking believable. And on multiple episodes, we've talked about Fester's scam, where he collects fast food cups from fast food restaurants. And then once he buys the initial drink, he hangs onto the cup and then goes into the respective fast food restaurant that he passes by with one of their cups and walks to the fountain and fills it up and walks out with his free drink. He's got a, a trunk full of cups and folks you are not going to believe what just happened to fester he told me this over the weekend i'm like oh my god it takes a lot to rattle me i don't get rattled easily dude i can keep a straight face through a lot of things boy but i was i was freaked out on this tell the story all right so it's thursday okay i'm driving to work and everybody who knows me knows i drive the most awesome car in the whole world the greatest car Detroit's ever made, the 2004 Lincoln Town Car. That's his daily driver, a 2004 Lincoln Town Car. <laughs> it's it's like you're one of these uh, car drivers, you know, one of these, uh, you know, limo services. It is the most comfortable ride ever. Anyway, so I'm driving down Interstate 4, and I got a flat tire. Some, there was some debris in the road. Now, I, you're heading out to your RV place, right? Out, Yes, I'm going toward... You're going to work. To work in the morning. It's okay. 8.15 in the morning. I hit something, my rear passenger tire, I could just feel it. Yep. So I pull over. It's just flapping. I pull over. 
I get out. I analyze the situation. Cars are whizzing by because it's the interstate. It's morning rush hour. I'm well off the road. And then I open my trunk. Within a couple of minutes, a highway ranger, like the road patrol. The road rangers. Right. Comes up, pulls up behind you. And he comes out. He's like, hey, man, need help? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. And he had a jack that got my car up really quickly. I had the spare. He took the lugs <laughs> off. I put the lugs on. No, don't tell me you put the lugs no, on. No, we, <laughs> we let him do all the tire work. No, I helped that's him. A, that's a whole different story with Fester being fired from Sam's Club for not tightening the lug nuts on a customer's car when he was working in the tire section. Yeah, that's on a previous episode. So make sure you've listened to all of the MJ Morning Show podcast episodes. All right, Fester, you're on I-4, the road <laughs> Ranger stops to help you, and he did change the tire? He did great. I was grateful to him. I tried to offer him a tip. He wouldn't take the money. It was great. I'm I'm packing up my now-blown tire in my trunk, and then behind the Road Ranger comes a Florida Highway Patrol officer. Oh, boy. Right? So, And he's just... So he pulls behind just to see if everything's okay sure. with you, the disabled motorist, and the road ranger. So he comes out. Apparently, the road ranger knew the officer. The two of them said hello. He comes up to me. Everything all right? I'm like, yeah, everything's great. I'm a pretty personable guy. I'm talking with the officer. Officer looks in my trunk. Oh, boy. He sees the shredded tire. And then on the other side, he sees like... Eight cups from different fast food places. Oh, but can you rattle off the fast food places that you have cups from, please, Fester? Popeye's, KFC, McDonald's, Burger King. I have a Taco Bell. Uh, a couple more. I have a I, Checkers. I, I didn't get a drink from Checkers because I have an iced tea that I took oh, from Popeye's okay, okay. earlier today. So, Oh, my God. You know, just stay away from PDQ. He's looking in the trunk at all these cups. Like, yep. just kind of processing what he's seeing here. Yep. I went pale. I mean, I, I, I could have passed out. <laughs> She's just like you have a, a pound of weed. It's like, like had, draining. it's like I had a dead body in my trunk. I'm like, <laughs> you're a drug mule. No. Your truck is loaded with bales of heroin. I'm like, oh, oh crap. crap. This is how it all ends. Why are you sweating, boy? Oh, no. What? <laughs> Fester's getting the chills and blood is running out of his face because he's got fast food cups all piled up in there. I am clenched so tight, I'm starting to cramp. I'm like, oh gosh, oh, so crap, this is it. And the cop, he's going to call for the dogs. The cop doesn't say a <laughs> word to me. He looks at the trunk, looks back at the tire, the cups a couple of times, looks up at me and says, man, you sure must have been thirsty. Oh my and he God. turns and walks back to his car. Well, really, I mean, what is he going to do? Like, <gasps> Arrest you? <laughs> I got away with it. Right, That's so car. wait a he minute. Took off. You don't think he put two and two together that you have all those cups because of your your fast food? I just pull in any time to the appropriate fast food restaurant, whip the appropriate cup out of my trunk, and go get a free drink? You don't think he put two and two together? He might have put two and two together very quickly, but then he added another two and realized he has much more important things to worry about than this fat kid stealing drinks at every fast food restaurant he passes. Fester, think about this. What? How many... Say Burger Kings, do you think you could go to in a day and and collect the cups? You think you can get like thirty in a day? Well, then you got to buy the cups. I'm just no. Oh, okay. oh cups gotta, of yeah, yeah. Right. So if I got one cup, uh-huh. I could probably go to yeah, forty Froggy, Burger Kings. He, he's not going and snaking free cups because the cups are behind the counter. 
He, you have to buy the drink. Oh, Fester's you buy racket the drink. is, okay, okay. you have to buy the drink once to get the cup. Or I'm guessing if Fester really was a sicko, he could dig through the trash <laughs> and take people's old cups and then semi-sanitize Ooh. them. Okay, that is hey, Fester, have you thought of that okay, one yet to go through all, the trash? And sell them to fat-ass people. Talking about two and two together, oh, MJ, God. you yeah. take it out of the trash, but you crush it. And you bring it back and you say, oh, yeah, my cup got crushed. Can I have another oh, one? And they give geez. you another cup. Oh, then no. you have, then you start from zero. You have a clean, perfect cup. You didn't buy the first one. Then you just fill it up. And then you're off to go to races. Isn't he worse than ever at being like a shyster? It seems like when the show ended, like you didn't have to worry anymore about being yeah. caught for stuff. And now you're just, you're the one of the worst people I know. Between hotel breakfasts and... <laughs> Between sodas at fast food places, I hardly pay for any food. He was telling me all the free breakfast he gets just going to hotels and the continental breakfast. I have all the hotels rated. First of all, all, right, all right, guys, hang on a minute. We did a bit years ago on the MJ Morning Show. Remember after the Wedding Crashers movie came out, we sent you and Froggy, and you guys would go to weddings on the weekend. Yes. And then just kind of bust in and, and sit down and eat all the free food at big uh, hotels with big yeah. ballrooms. And we did that like half a dozen times. We brought the video camera. We got video. And a lot of times you guys snuck in. You freeloaded. You got free stuff. And you didn't steal anything other than the free food. You know, there are, there are folks that go to these. Another thing we talked about over the years are the crooks that go to these weddings and they raid the gift table and they steal the envelopes, which sometimes Ooh. you know have cash in them. That's a big problem. Now, our guy, you guys never did that. You guys just did the wedding crasher thing by going to the buffet and eating free food and videotaping it. Food, that was, drinks, that, we do a little dancing. Yeah. That was, and then jump in and dance. You'd wear like a, a monkey suit to this thing. Yeah, but that was a for couple, a bit. Fester's living his life yeah, doing this I, stuff. I, I don't. Didn't you guys get recognized and they were thrilled to have you at the wedding? A couple of times we were recognized. Yeah. A couple of times we weren't recognized <laughs> and we were asked to leave. To leave. Who are you? <laughs> what did you, you come up with? I'm friends with Tony. I'm Tony's mother. Tony no, you aren't. Get out. <laughs> so, That's right. So, that happened a couple so, of times as well. But my between two or three times a week, I pass. I must pass twenty hotels going to work, and half of them have free breakfast. They never know. Oh man, it's, Dude, it's karma. Right I'll tell you right now, oh, the, Dude. The, the, the so you're you're going into like what the Holiday Inn Express or uh, the places that have the Continental Breakfast for morning. I'm glad that, you said Holiday Inn Express. Hampton Inn uh, has a good one. I'm glad Hampton you brought that one. right. Okay, yeah. so lower lower end is the Holiday Inn Express, Jeez. and then Hampton Inn is like a, a, a couple of notches above Holiday Inn Express. But <laughs> recently, I found. The Hyatt Place, oh, God. Hyatt Place My hotels. God, they right, have faster. got such a good breakfast. And you just walk right in. You get a cup of coffee. You're gonna get Pretend you're a guest. <laughs> I don't condone this behavior, Fester. What has happened to you since you left our show? I, I mean, you're making you're making three times the money that you made on the MJ Morning Show, and you're stealing drinks from Popeyes and McDonald's <laughs> and Burger King. You know, and little... you're you're stopping into La Quinta's and and Holiday Expresses and Hyatt places to steal the free breakfast that comes with your hundred twenty nine dollar room, which you don't have. La Quinta doesn't have free breakfast. You're I know, okay. cheaper than Whatever. ever, dude. You know those little rolly bags, like you can pull them. They have like the two wheels on them with like a little adjustable oh, handle. Do you have that in your trunk too as a prop? <laughs> yes. I walk into the hotel towing Jeez. that. They think I belong. Uh, oh I my say, god, it's so great! I say, "Hi, the desk clerk. Hi, good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you?" I walk right in, get a cup of coffee, uh, you know, ask them if they have any more bacon. 
Sit down. Eat. Hampton Inn has a different breakfast every day. One day they'll have like an omelet, and then Dude, they'll have. Hampton Inn has these new smoothies, which are Fester, fantastic. There's something, <laughs> there's something freaking wrong with you. You're such a I criminal. Mean, what are you doing? I mean, it's like. Unbelievable. I think he likes the rush. I think he likes the rush of breaking the law, maybe. Do me a favor, folks. Everyone listening to this, please tell at least 150 people about the podcast. Because the best way to spread the word about, really, the best way to spread the word is to tell friends, coworkers, relatives that the MJ Morning Show is back. So if you could help us spread the word, that is the best advertising of all. And you know, tell people to go back and start with episode number one and start listening to all of these episodes because it is quality MJ Morning Show entertainment. And if you're quarantined and you can't leave your house, I can't think of a better time to start listening. <laughs> Call the MJ Morning Show hotline. You can leave us a voicemail message. We might use it on the podcast, or you can text message us. And again, the number is 813-467-6290, 813-467-6290 to leave us a voicemail or if you want to send us a text message. So this is sort of a follow-up on last week's episode. Remember uh, I told the story how I woke up and my expensive Oakley drill bit glasses were mangled and twisted into a ball of unusable hell? I mean, I destroyed these like $400 glasses. Something happened when I was sleeping. I have no explanation for this. I don't know what the hell happened. But my glasses were bedside, and then I woke up in the morning, and of course my contacts, I typically wear, you don't see me in glasses much or ever, because I wear uh, rigid gas permeable lenses, but I have glasses for around the house, or if I need to pop out you know, quickly, I can put some glasses on. If I've got a burglar in the middle of the night and I need to grab the, uh, the AR-15, I, I can put my glasses on. So I grabbed the glasses in the morning, and these things were twisted beyond recognition, destroyed. I mean, even to the point where some of the welds on the frame came off. Am I, so I told the story. I have no idea what the hell happened in the middle of the night to my glasses. Froggy, you suggested what? I thought you were probed by an alien and uh, there was some sort of uh, activity like that. Or I thought you were on Ambien and you had an Ambien episode. Yeah. Or yeah. I thought your dog attacked it. Or I thought you pissed off Michelle. Froggy's first guess, though, was alien abduction, and I had my ass probed by the aliens. Well, this is a voicemail from a listener to 813-467-6290, the MJ Morning Show hotline. Hey, MJ, this is uh, Jose Roldan from Lakeland, Florida. Um, probably what happened to your glasses is you probably were sleepwalking. You put them on. You uh, laid in bed, tossed and turned. Um, your glasses got all mangled around your body. You felt it in the middle of the night, like on your back or something. And then you put the glasses back on your uh, table. And that's what I think happened to your glasses. I don't think it was an alien abduction like Froggy said. <laughs> Froggy's kind of crazy. All right. Talk to you guys later. Love the show. Bye. All right, Jose, two things. One, thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> two, that is the dumbest, yeah, the, the dumbest explanation as to why MJ's glasses were jacked up that I've ever heard. So, that, yeah, it didn't explain nothing. So thank you for listening. 
And that's a dumbass excuse. That's a dumbass reason. Seriously. Jose, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Fester, I don't want you to dissuade people from calling the hotline like you're going to attack them if they leave a message. Listen, if you leave a dumbass message like that, I'm going to say, I'm going to point it out. MJ, let me ask a question. I've been thinking about this a lot. Yeah, what? Do you wear your glasses when you and Michelle are having sex? All right, come on. I'm just asking because (laughs) I wear mine and I'm saying sometimes they fall off. Then, the, you know, they get caught up in the, it's almost like, you know, falling in a press machine, you know, boom, you, boom, boom, and then they get smashed. Boom, Maybe you had a couple whiskeys that night or, or something. Boom, did boom, you boom. Really, did you really ask me if I wear these glasses when I'm, I'm having relations with my lovely wife, Michelle? I'm trying to figure this out. Oh, do you have God. an answer? Do you have an answer? What happened? I'm not answering that. No, no, I don't care that. about the sex. Obviously, oh, you guys oh. don't have sex. I, no, I, I'm wondering about the glasses. Well, I have no idea. Fine. <laughs> I have no idea what happened to the glasses that got destroyed. Oh, I have no clue. I thought you had an answer. Jeez. I don't. I don't know. It is still a mystery. I do not know. So there's still a chance that you were probed in the butt by aliens. <laughs> How did your ass feel in the morning? All right, let me run something by you. This happened to me over the weekend. I was stocking up on some spirits. You know, whenever I pass by a liquor store that looks interesting, I pop in. Because uh, Fester and Froggy, you know me, the only types of alcohol that I drink are what? Boone's Farm. Mad Dog. Old English. No, stop. (laughs) No, you drink whiskey and wine, right? Colt 45. Exactly. Whiskey and wine. This sailor said brandy. Whiskey and wine, right? The brandy song. Malt liquor. No, I I drink whiskey and rye and scotch, and I drink red wine. You know, follow me on Twitter at Todd Schnitt. I'll tweet out some of my stuff every once in a while, and of course, my Instagram feed is at Certified Todd Schnitt. And I've got bottles of wine and food and all kinds of stuff and spirits on there. No, but I, I do love hunting down great wines, and I like especially seeing if there are some whiskeys that I like. And if they're at a good price. So I'll pop into a place. You know, some of the stuff I like these days, I love uh, Angel's Envy Finished Rye. Have you ever had that? Mm. Oh, yes. Mm. yes. The way it, the way it hits my palate. Oh, I, the rye. I felt yeah. the angels being envious of me. I felt right, I'm going to smack mouth. both of you guys. <laughs> All right. Michelle and I both like Angel's Envy Finished Rye. It's their rye that's finished in Caribbean rum casks. It's it's just it's delicious, right? I also really. What, what are you looking at me for? No, you, you're right. It's just you know you know what I do when I get whiskey. I hammer it down and I no, get a buzz. All right. No, you, I mean, you all gotta, this, you're a connoisseur over here. You got to enjoy it, Froggy. Right, this listen, Angel's I, Envy. It's finished. It really is the cat's ass I, of whiskey. I, I love uh, Cavalon, uh, especially the Soliste. The Cavalon is a Taiwanese whiskey. They're cranking out some of the best whiskeys on the planet. Wasn't that also, a Chevy? The Chevy Cavalon? <laughs> no, that's a Cavalier. Oh. Uh, so, uh, so no, that was a Dodge Caravan. I don't know. <laughs> Another whiskey that I love, it's a, a bourbon, Elijah Craig from Kentucky. Oh, he the, did so good in that movie. I love Elijah. <laughs> what is it? Wasn't he the Hobbit? It's, the Hobbit. No, stop. <laughs> Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Man, it's strong stuff. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, 122 to like 136, to, you know, depending on the batch. Yeah, it's it's really cool stuff. So I stop into this liquor store, and they happen to have some unbelievable prices. So the Angel's Envy was like seventy seven ninety nine a bottle, which, guys, 
That is a really good price for the Angels Envy. So they've got a, a couple of bottles on the shelf. I grab them. They also have the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof for fifty nine ninety nine a bottle, which is an incredible price. Holy crap! That's like they're giving it away. How could you not buy it? <laughs> so I, I, I bring it all. I bring it all up to the register, and it's like three hundred three bucks. And believe it or not, that's a good price for all the bottles that I just picked up here. Three hundred three bucks. So I stick my credit card into the machine and I said, you know, I wish you guys had the Rittenhouse rye because that's a cheaper rye, but it's great for making an old fashioned. And he said, oh, no, I got two bottles over here. And it was like behind stuff. So I didn't see it. I said, all right, give me the two bottles of Rittenhouse rye. And I said, how much are they? And they were like $22.99 a bottle. That's a good price for that rye. It's a really good number. But I had already put my card in the machine. And the guy said, no, it didn't run yet. So then he adds the two bottles of the rye, and it brings it up to like, I don't know, 356 or whatever. And I said, uh, are right, you sure the other one didn't run? He said, nope, didn't run it yet. So guess what? It ran. Later that, later that evening, oh. I get home and I check my, uh, my American Express app, and both charges hit 303 and the 357. So the question is, I immediately called American Express. I put it into dispute, so it's not an issue. Here's the question. And uh, I know what Froggy and Fester's take on human nature is going to be here. My question is, did this guy really think he didn't run the original 303? On his end, doesn't it show him that the transaction was processed? Or do you think he intentionally ran both, because this is like a small mom-and-pop deal, hoping that, hey, maybe this guy didn't realize it, and I'm going to ding him twice, you know, one for 303, one for 356. What do you think happened? I'll tell you exactly what happened. This guy saw you walking up to the counter with bottles and bottles of booze. With the Elijah Craig. Yeah, and he said to himself, this guy is a drunk. I'm going to take advantage of him, obviously, (laughs) because you had so much booze. You know, that's why I only buy one bottle at a time. I don't want to feel like a, 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 a drunk, you know what I'm saying? So he thinks you're a, you know, a walking drunk with all that booze, and he said, I'm going to take advantage of this guy because he's, he's drunk all the time probably, right? It's the only explanation. Now, was no. the guy behind the counter the owner? Was he the proprietor of the establishment? I don't know. I don't know. There were two guys behind the counter, and the question, which I do not know, did he legitimately think that the first original 303, that it didn't run... Or was he trying to scam me? That's what I don't. And listen, I'm not going to end up paying for it because American Express, they know that it was like a double charge. It's in dispute. I'm not going to end up paying for it. They'll, they'll remove it from the bill. But I'm just curious whether it was accidental or if it was intentional. I would think that somebody who has an interest in the store wouldn't want to do that to a customer, especially one buying a reasonable amount of goods because yeah. he'd want to return business. And if he was an employee, I don't think he would do that deliberately because he doesn't give a crap. He's getting paid his 12 bucks an hour. He doesn't care what you buy. Buy Canadian Club for $7.99 a bottle like me. Come on. Is that really $7.99 a bottle? Yes, sir. What yes, about sir. that Jameson that you love, Frog? I, I do that? still love Jameson, but I find myself immune to it these days. It doesn't really work on me anymore. <laughs> I, I drink so much of it. I do enjoy how much is How much is that a bottle, the Jameson? It's about $24. I do enjoy bullet whiskey. Have you had that? Bullet whiskey and bullet rye. Those are also good for old fashions as well. But you know what? They all take you to the same place. So seven ninety nine Canadian Club, my friends. <laughs> 
right, Froggy, do you want to get into your bathroom story? Do you want to discuss uh, this? Or? This is my one of my biggest mistakes on earth. Now, do ever. you feel do you feel guilty, embarrassed? Uh, do you think that you could have gotten in trouble? I mean, wh- what's your issue with the the bathroom mix up? I feel like I could I could have gotten in big trouble because the only thing that this happens to creeps mistake on my part. You thought that you would have been mistaken for like a peeping tom or some kind of sicko pervert with this accidental mistake. Yes, I would imagine that people who get in trouble for this are usually like creeps and, and pervs. But me, honest mistake, and it was a bad one though, really bad. All right, for the ladies listening, uh, Froggy apologizes uh, up front. What happened, Froggy? Well, this happened last week at my convention, and uh, it was it was at the end of a day, and it was, I was really tired, and I was just like, I was on the phone, and I just was like, I got to, you know, the IBS, it, it kicks up like five times a day during these conventions, okay? So right. I had to use the bathroom. Okay. So I go to the bathroom on the phone. I go, okay, I, I'm going to hang, hang up because I don't want to use the bathroom over the phone. That's rude. So I hang up. Go to the bathroom, and boy, oh boy, did I let it ride. I mean, it was one of those, I've been eating convention food, oh. uh, and uh, yeah. So you blew it up. Yeah, yeah, I sure did. I mean, <laughs> you I You destroyed lit it. the bathroom. Yes, I, I did it. I, I really, I ripped it a two-bedroom, two-bath, double-wide a-hole. <laughs> what, what, is, what the hell is that? I don't know, but I know exactly what he means. It's a quote from a movie, but it's from Bernie, a movie. Okay, so, I, so I'm in there, right, and I'm going, and I'm going. And then I hear the door open, and I hear, and right when I, I you know, I'm letting it rip because I think it's, it's a men's bathroom. It's not the men's bathroom. A woman goes, after a real, you know, uh, how do I say it? I don't want to be disgusting. An explosive yes. noise? A woman goes, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Like that, just says that. Oh my goodness! Like, oh my goodness! Like that obviously wasn't a woman. Like that was the tone of her voice, and I go, "Oh my god!" I'm in the women's bathroom, just ripping it to shreds. <laughs> you, you stumbled because you were on the phone, not paying attention. Yeah, I just wasn't paying you attention. You walk in, you go into the women's bathroom, yeah. you end up destroying this bathroom. I can't even imagine what that odor must have been like, Froggy. No, they should have had oh. N95 masks available <laughs> because it wasn't a good one. Oh, it wasn't oh. a good one. And so... I'm like, I have to sit here now and wait because yeah, women you can't kept, leave. No. I mean, what, once when they're in there, if you then exited, they would have been screaming like you were a rapist or something. No. So I lifted up oh my, my feet. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a man in here. I lifted up my feet so they couldn't see my shoes because I had dress shoes on. I just sat there like <laughs> like with my feet up for like 15 minutes. You didn't want them to see your shoes, which no, would identify no. you as a man. So I sat there and I thought the ghost was clear. The coast was clear. I thought the ghost and the coast was clear. I come out, and there's a woman right there when I walk out. She goes, I think you're in the wrong restroom, sir. And it wasn't like jokingly. It was like in her tone of voice. It was like, I'm going to go get something. You're doing something shady in here. And I go, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I just, 
Man, I booked it for the door because the convention was over. And now oh, I'm sort of afraid to go back to that convention hall. I got to go there three times a year. Like security you know has your face on like the they, wall. They have your face probably on security camera footage oh. from you leaving. And those ladies probably made a report that there was some pervert in the ladies' room. They not, yeah, they took a screenshot probably. of your face and, and facial recognition. You're probably in the FBI computers now. I probably am at the Orange County Convention Center. I, they're probably looking. Looking for my hey, face. Guess what? They probably scraped that toilet for DNA to see if there are any unsolved crimes that could be tied to you. Well, good luck. Yeah, he's left. He left plenty. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, it was one of the big. Like I called Kim, and I go, "You will not believe what I just did." And she's like, "How stupid are you? What's the matter with you?" You know how convention halls are. There's bathrooms everywhere, and they're right next to each other. And you just, I just rolled right in there, and man, and it was, it was something to behold, my friends, because I. Let it ride. Oh, boy. All right, let's do some uh, email. I got a ton of stuff. MJ at MJMorningShow.com. MJ at MJMorningShow.com. Folks, remind us of some of the material we did with your comments and your questions. This email comes from Parker. Do you remember the time, I think it was Froggy, doing a Rob Ripple or maybe a Dementia Don phone call late at night, and then the next day... Office employees found a homeless man hanging out in one of the studios. Oh, yeah, I remember that. If you remember, that prompted a whole meeting on building security. And remember, folks would prop the doors open to bring stuff in or whatever uh, reason. And they think the homeless guy must have gotten in and camped out in one of our studios and slept in the building overnight. Oh. That's when they put the alarm on the building that where if the door was ajar for like 30 seconds, there was like a loud siren that went off. That's right. It was the most obnoxious noise ever. It was worse than Jim Carrey in, uh, what was that movie? All of them. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do, you know, do you know who the biggest <laughs> jerk about leaving the door propped open was? Who? Me. I would leave it open all the time. I didn't give a rat's ass. I MJ, hated, MJ was like Mr. Security. You're, you're, a lot of reason why that building's so safe is because of MJ. No, but, listen, I, I got to be honest. I was always worried about that because the the building security for so many years was so lax. And I was worried about some nut job coming through. Also, the lobby door. They used to leave the lobby yeah. door all propped open. Yeah, that was like, me you too. Know, I left them open every day. I, so I mean, I was concerned because I didn't want some nut job potentially to walk into the radio station and you know do something bad. I was always a stickler about building security, and yeah, damn right, the security at the building got a whole lot better because I put my foot down. I got really pissed off. It wasn't just me, but it was you know, it was the whole crew. We had eight radio stations in there, so I was always concerned about building security, and it remains a whole lot tighter to this day. And I feel good about it. if that's my only legacy. Well, that and the eighteen million dollars a year that FLZ used to bill, then I feel perfectly happy. A couple of other emails here before we get out. Hey, Todd. Well, I'm Todd. That's right. MJ's Todd Schnitt. Love the show. Thank you so much for bringing it back. Any plans to visit St. Louis or can I meet up with you guys next visit to Tampa? All right. Hey, we'll, we'll make some arrangements. A few follow-up questions. The Hollywood Reporter guy that you had on the phone all the time, whatever happened to him? Oh, Waldo. Waldo. Uh, it's sad. Hit by a train, guys. It's sad. 
Now, Waldo was uh, kind of, I think he might have gotten dementia, actually. Waldo's, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, Waldo's my God. Not, I, I'm yeah. sorry, then. I didn't. I take yeah, that you know, back. Waldo, when he did our Hollywood stuff, Waldo was like in his uh, 60s or, I mean, he was plugged in. That guy was totally plugged in. And he sounded young, but he was like in his 60s. Holy, but, uh, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, a lot of folks had no idea. But, man, that guy was plugged in. Waldo, and I, I've lost track of Waldo. I, I got to be honest. I don't know if he's dead or alive these days. It's horrible to really? say. I, I just don't know. Neil in St. Louis, thanks for the email. I do appreciate it. MJ, what was the crotchety old man call where you got stuck in the trunk at the mall? Any chance you can play that? That's a classic. That was, uh, I think, help. I'm stuck in the trunk. And wasn't I at like the Brandon Town Center or something back in the day? I think so. That's a classic crotchety call for Jill. You got it. Triple A locksmith. Oh, thank God you answered. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Is this Can I the, help you? Is this the locksmith? Yes, this is the locksmith. I'm stuck in the trunk of my car. Your what, sir? Say that I'm stuck in the trunk of my car. Oh, you got to be kidding. I'm at the Brandon Town Center Mall. Oh, okay. And I was putting some packages in my car, and I fell in, and then the trunk lid slammed. Oh, geez. Okay. All right. You're at the Brandon Town Center Mall. I'm about to pass out. It's getting very hot in here. Yes, sir. It, it is. And you, and uh, you need to calm down a little bit, sir. Uh, Let me try to figure out where you are in the mall. It's a big mall. Let trying to attract passing walkers by. Help! Hello! Let Ah! Let me out of here! I can't hear you when you're pounding, sir. You're gonna have to, you have to tell me where you are or we can't let you out. I'm by the J.C. Penney's. Okay, you're by the J.C. Penney's. No, wait, wait, no, wait a sec. It's the Dillard's. Uh, I'm, I'm at the... near the... the those are at the opposite end of the mall. I'm, I'm near the Dillard's. Okay. No, no, wait a second. I think it, it's Bergdine's. Bert oh, it's Bergdine's. Okay, Bert, well. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm getting all woozy because of the heat. All I'm, right, well, I'm, I'm, calm down and try to relax. I, I'm by the Macy's. That's what... There's no Macy's at that mall, sir. I, oh, you're right. No, no, Burdines. Okay, okay, Burdines. Bur right. I look for a grand marquee. A grand. It's a it's a great grand marquee. I'm. I think I'm starting right. to pass out. All right, don't pass out. Don't uh, panic. Don't uh, panic. Just I, I, calm down and uh, we're, we'll see if we can get you out of there. Let me see. It's getting very hot. Uh, uh, I know. Well, uh, you, got, you know, have you, got any, have you got a flashlight in the trunk there with you? Hold on a sec. I'm going to I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel around. What, what was that? Ah, antifreeze. Oh, it's in my face and eyes and mouth. Oh, gee. Get, that, get that off of you. Get it off of you real quick. That's... Get it off of you. That's, that's bad. Okay, antifreeze yeah, is off. It's off. Uh, uh, I'm not some matches or maybe a uh, cigarette lighter. Uh, hold on. I'm looking for the... Hang on a sec. I'm feeling around for a flashlight. Okay. Just Ow! Uh, Ow! What was that? Uh, 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 the tire jack clocked me in the head. Uh, uh. Ow! Oh my God! I uh, I Try think to relax, sir. Don't I, panic. I think the trunk of my Lincoln Mercury Grand Marquis is gonna be my tomb. No, no, it's, we, we'll uh, get you out of there, sir. We'll uh, get you out of there. You just got to try to calm down. Uh, uh, 
built in Fledge Town, and I'm afraid that these are going to be the last days on planet Earth for me. Okay, Milton, just calm down. Calm down, Milton. We have a truck on the way, and I want you to still look for something, something that'll get light, like uh, some matches or a flashlight, something I, like that. I'm elderly, I'm scared, and I've just wet my pants. Oh, no, okay, I understand, but we'll have some, somebody will be there in one or two minutes. We'll... It's amazing that I had my belt holster cellular phone. I understand. Well, I'm, I'm glad you did, because it's, gonna be a, it's very hot out there, and you need to try to calm down so we can get you out. I'm looking for a match. All right, find some matches or a cigarette lighter or something there. I've got a match. Okay, great. Lighting the match. Okay. Okay, I've got light. All right, look around and see if you can find it. Uh, I forgot, I've got a gasoline okay, can. Put the match out. I've got a match out. I've got right. a gas. I think the guy's blowing himself up. Get a hold of us, folks. Any requests, any comments, send them to MJ at MJMorningShow.com. That's MJ at MJMorningShow.com. Of course, you can call the voicemail hotline. Leave us a message. We might even use it. On the podcast, 813-467-6290. You can also send a text. Same phone number, whether you want to leave a voice or send a text. 813-467-6290. On Twitter, get a hold of me. Give me a follow, at Todd Schnitt, at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. And Instagram, at Certified Todd Schnitt. All right, Froggy Fest or anything else uh, before uh, episode 15 next time around? You really have like five or 50,000 of these masks, Froggy? Yeah, I think I'm going to do $75 <laughs> a box. And I'm, you know, I'm going to run a sale. Well, dude, I- I'll tell you right now, if there are 100 masks in each box, 75 bucks a mask, that's less than a buck a mask. That's actually a really good deal. It is a really good deal. And if you want your mask, go to... I don't want to die, Froggy. Give me a mask at gmail dot com, and I'll hook you up. I cannot believe that you have fifty seven thousand of these N ninety five masks, which everyone is trying to find, but the shelves are all bare at Home Depot and Lowe's and and the drugstores. Yeah, Fesh already stole my box that he wienered, so he has he's and safe. I'm safe. I'm good. Hey, Michelle's calling you tomorrow. Michelle's going to come pick up a couple of boxes from you. Oh, I'll be busy. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Michelle's coming by tomorrow. A special errand to come pick up a couple of boxes for us. Do you have any hand sanitizer or, or isopropyl alcohol by any chance? Actually, it's funny you say that. <laughs> because you know the hand pump sanitizers that they use in the hospital? Yeah. I have a couple of cases of those. Shut up. <laughs> no, you don't. I, got the, I, bu- I bought a case when my first son was born. And they're not expired. I have a case. Do they ever expire? Uh, no. So, if, also, if you want that, contact me in the same email. Uh, that's it, folks. Uh, have a great one. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Spread the word that MJ and Froggy and Fester are back, and we'll see you next time. The MJ Morning Show. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy. 
Radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crushell. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com. 